0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Science Grade New Zealand. My name is Kaiman.
1: And I'm Lorenzo. Uh,
0: and welcome back. It's, it's been a while since we recorded. recorded. Um, since we've recorded, um, Lorenzo has actually moved countries. Um, and now he's in Sydney essentially doing the same thing a little bit in a sense, right, Lorenzo?
1: Yep, yep, same role, uh, different company, basically the same thing. I mean, it's not so much of a move. I mean, it's literally just across the ditch. Yeah, just down the road. It's not that far. Um, Well, today we have Ashley.
2: Morning.
0: (laughs) Um, So Ashley did her biomedical science degree with me at the University of Auckland. And now she is a oral hygienist at QMU Dental Health.
2: Yes, that's one.
0: So, welcome.
2: Thank uh, you for having me.
0: That's okay, you'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> she's, she's a bit nervous today, but oh. uh, it's one of those things, she'll she'll well, it'll be fine.
2: I actually feel like a robot though. <laughs> good morning, good morning. <laughs> you'll be okay. <laughs>
0: um, so, I guess, like with every guest that we have, mm-hmm. how did you get into science? Was it in primary school was it your family was it in high school so Mm. how did you I guess how did you get into science
2: yeah
1: there's always some inspiration
2: I'd like to say it's really inspirational but it's kind of not that glamorous um so dad is a lab scientist at Auckland labs just by the hospital there um so I guess I always knew about science and he sort of always encouraged that in me um and then in true Asian dad style was like you should be a doctor so that was it that's how I got into science and that's why I took all the sciences at school
0: did you but did you enjoy though?
2: um yes and no like I often think back now and wonder what my life would be like if I'd not taken all three sciences um but yeah like I definitely enjoyed bio in school I think I was I was okay at writing, so bio was pretty chill. Um, Kim, did I enjoy that? Yeah, I did. I found it pretty straightforward. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It really questions what I thought if you uh, really did enjoy Kim. Like, did I enjoy Kim?
2: Yeah. (laughs) I feel like if I really think back, music would have probably been the only subject that I actually genuinely enjoyed. I think I just kind of did it and yeah there were a number of years there where I was just doing things because that's what you did it took me a while to figure out what I actually enjoyed so did I love it no was it okay yes um yeah <laughs> well I mean
0: yeah I think we all have your your parents always I guess in a way influence what you want to do and, and they want the
2: best for you yeah right yes.
0: yeah I mean at that time I'm sure all three of us kind of didn't realise that, like it was more, mm. we just thought it was more of a nagging sort oh, of situation. 100%, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as, I guess as you get older, you kind of realise, you kind of appreciate mm. what they were doing. Mm. Um, and
2: um, I'm actually reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad at the moment and it says in the book about um, how that generation sort of focused on education as a way to, you know, get the right career, well, I guess get the funds, and I think that's sort of where that all came from.
0: Yeah, I guess... Um, I guess back in that time, yes, <laughs> it was, I mean, it was hard for them to kind of, it was either like career or education and yep. like with my dad, I know that he went to polytech, but he mm-hmm. went straight to work like immediately. Mm. And I know that mum, my mum, eventually got her bachelor's like mm. when she came to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it is, yeah, it's one of those things where they think it's mm. very important to get education. So. Yep. Um, you don't have to go through what they have to go through, in a sense.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think my parents are definitely of the class where education was the way to, you know, get that next step up and just be sorted in life. So, which is interesting. Mum didn't study. Dad did study, obviously. Um, Yeah, so I think I had two sort of different... I know opinions or influences growing up where mum was like do what makes you happy and dad was like you should be a doctor and that's it (laughs) (laughs) that is the be all and end all
1: that's quite polarizing
2: yeah yeah very polarizing
0: guess, but I guess you kind of met in the middle and that's probably the most most important yeah
2: but I must say though like I think it's hard as a teenager to know what's going to make you happy for the rest of your life so I think dad sort of opinion was almost easier to just not think about it and just roll with what my parents I think yep. think is best for me, whereas, yep. you know, actually doing what mum said and being like, whatever makes you happy, that's a lot yep. harder question to answer when you're 18 years old yep. and actually don't yep. know. Mm.
1: It's kind of like what you said, uh, what you said before, with mu- where with music was really the only class that you enjoyed, uh, everything else is kind of just, yeah, you're just doing it, it was okay, uh, a lot of people kind of just accept that for a lot of their classes and sometimes even their career, just going to accept it and roll through my career and just use the money I'm making from work to fund and do what I pursue your passions. genuinely enjoy. Yeah. And some people are okay with that and some people aren't okay with that. Some people want to work to be what they really want to do, like, it's obviously great to have that kind of mindset, but that's a different breed that takes quite a lot more effort to get to that point.
2: Absolutely. I think you've got to be super courageous to, you know, really chase your passions. Um, and that's why all of us did
0: science. And that's <laughs> why
1: yeah, we all tried to get into med school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. um, oh. <laughs> yes,
0: okay. So um, so you kind of went through high school doing the sciences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Was the natural privilege for you to kind of go into biomed and go to Auckland, or did you kind of not know where exactly you wanted to do once you kind of finished high school and what university you wanted to go to?
2: Yeah, so I think in high school there was just no doubt in my mind I was going to go to med school. I didn't actually know how one got into med school until towards the end there where I knew that you could do biomed or health sciences, Um, and then super basic, but I was Dan a boy at the time that was trying for med school, so he was like, you should do biomed, like, it's way better, you're going to get a way better foundation, health science doesn't really set you up for too much, so to anybody that did health science. Um, so yeah, that's how I ended up doing biomed. I honestly didn't think about any other uni apart from Auckland Uni, like, I thought it was really weird that other people were going away for their uni experience, um, so that was kind of it, I just didn't really... Think about it. Just went to Auckland Uni and did biomed. Mm.
0: I guess (laughs) a lot of people do kind of want to leave the city that they did the high school with. I think. Right. I mean, I was gonna head down to Dunedin. Yeah. And then I was just like, no, probably not. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean.
2: I think it's a real Auckland thing, though. That so many Aucklanders stay in Auckland for uni.
0: I wonder if it's because of University of Auckland, or is it just.
2: Well, I think you don't really have to go anywhere Mm. if you pick Auckland Uni and you're from here. Convenience. Yeah, absolute convenience. You get to stay home. (laughs) You don't have to pay for like flatting or anything like that. I know
0: a whole bunch of people who actually lived in Auckland and then went into the Halls Residency. just. But
2: do you know them because you were in a Hall or because you were from out of Auckland?
0: I I lived here with my sister, so I never went to the Halls Residency. Mm. I just kind of rocked up to Auckland and stayed here.
2: Honestly, like, if I think back to my year 13 year, I think, like, everybody stayed home and pretty much went to Auckland Uni. It was, like, a select few that went away down to Dunners. I think, I can only think of one person that went and joined the Defence Force and a couple of people that worked, but that was honestly, everybody went to Auckland Uni. It was just, like, the next natural step. Mm.
0: A lot of people in Hamilton, like, gapped it. After high school. Up to but Auckland. <laughs> the funny thing is... <laughs> just <I'm>, gapped it. <laughs> just gapped it. Like, a lot of them actually didn't... A lot of them went to Vic, and then a ah. lot, some of them didn't. And I was like, yeah. in, my, yeah, in my high school, I was the only one that actually... Well, there was a couple of us, maybe two that went to Auckland, mm. and the rest um, mm. gapped it to Victoria, Christchurch. Mm. Yeah, it was quite I interesting. I wonder
2: if it's a school thing, maybe. Maybe, well, I mean, yeah.
0: let's, let's not put my school into blast, but we were, my year was called the underachieving year. <laughs> okay. Um, not many people actually... I think, got university
2: entrance. Really? See, my year was congratulated for not getting pregnant. We had no (laughs) pregnancies in our year. (laughs) Catholic school tanks, yeah. (laughs) We were the, like, overachieving year, which is, no, we
1: That's overachieving? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not getting
2: pregnant. But also the type of school where it wasn't like, did you pass NSA? It was like, did you get endorsed with excellence kind of school. It was intense. Mm.
0: No, the
1: year before that. I'm from a high school that's quite big in their academics.
2: Oh, what high school did you go to?
1: (laughs) I went to a particular public high school in East Auckland that still does Cambridge.
2: (laughs) McLean's? Yes. Yes. Did we cross paths at KBB <laughs> at some point? Did, please tell me you played an instrument as well,
1: because... Oh, I didn't, but I did choir in my last year, which is not quite an instrument, but Which still I support, music. love that, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't part of the orchestra or anything yeah. like what you, you would expect from McLean's, but I I also didn't do my five sciences, I didn't do physics.
2: yeah. Just going against the grain, Lorenzo. <laughs>
1: I didn't play chess or table tennis oh, either because it sucks. Me
2: bars. neither, so, you know, <laughs> we can bond over that.
1: Or I didn't play, like, four instruments. Only one.
2: Only one instrument, right. I actually didn't know that Asian... And it
1: wasn't an orchestra instrument.
2: It wasn't an orchestra instrument, right. Mm. I actually didn't know that the Asian Five existed until year 13. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Calculus.
1: Mm. That was basically, like... 90% of people's choices in year 11 like yeah Asian 5 it's just terrible why would you want to do all that
2: because you want to be a doctor obviously <laughs> not because you actually want to yeah. but because your parents want you to
1: fortunately that was never really forced on me so I'm lucky to say that
2: yeah and on that positive note <laughs> <laughs> yeah on that note let's, let's actually um sorry
0: let's just talk more about like, n- not wanting to talk about Maclean's. Like, it was like a a public school in East Auckland. <laughs> particular school.
2: Known for its academia. <laughs> yeah. That overlooks the water. Not going to name one. names, <laughs> but...
0: Um, yeah, so how was your university experience? Your undergrad experience?
2: My biomed experience? Yes. Um... My first year biomed was super intenso. I honestly turned up to that and just got really swept up in the competitiveness of it all. And I don't think I've ever been so stressed in my life. Um, Yeah, just unreal to be in a morning lecture full of 600 people that are gunning for a select number of spots. I think I went into biomed knowing that I low-key shouldn't have been there, because I think I wasn't up to par academically, and that just really got into my headspace as well, so yeah, my first year biomed was super tough, um, yeah. Did
0: you enjoy <laughs> Did any I? Ex- aspects of that?
2: Of it? Yeah,
0: of like just first, second or third year, which one? Did um, you enjoy the most? What did you kind of yeah. take away from the whole biomed experience?
2: Yeah, I definitely felt like my uni experience got better the further along I got into biomed. Um, I really sort of enjoyed. I think my last year, I think sort of going down the immunology route and the biochem route was a little bit more of me. Um, I think I'm quite a visual learner, so those papers I just really enjoyed. Um, yeah, it was really cool to learn how everything works from a bio point of view and really like get down to the nitty gritty. Um, but then at the same time during biomed, I think it was probably in my second year, so that's when I was like, I should do postgrad med and that's what I'm going to do. Um, and I think that's kind of when I figured out that A, med was not for me, and B... I didn't think that biomed was really my calling. Like I was surrounded by a cohort of people that really wanted to do research and they were super passionate about it and I'm going to solve this G-protein structure and it's going to, you know, (laughs) it's going to make the cover of nature and it's going to be great. And I was just like, well, this is not really for me. Like
1: Stuck in a lab?
2: (laughs) Yeah, like I don't want to be stuck in a lab all day and that's sort of what I figured out in biomed that I need to be surrounded by people and research is not particularly my calling and, that, mm.
0: and that's okay like I think throughout all of this um it's one of those things where re- you kind of know if you're into research mm. or not like it's not one of those things you kind of like you kind of have to go through the motions of the whole situation yeah being like and like for example Lorenzo and I actually did research and we realized that it wasn't for me Mm -hmm. but i guess luckily for you you kind of realized that early on undergrad and yeah you realized that it wasn't for you Mm. and now um you're an oral hygienist so yes um (laughs) how did you get into that and how did you kind of go from biomed into and then to studying again and then yeah
2: Going to where you are now um so yes that second year where i was like right not gonna do postgrad med um did a little bit of soul searching and i was like look i definitely still want to stay within the health sector like i do really like science i just know that i don't want to pursue research um so i was like well like you know like nursing or physio and then uh, yeah just looking at different career options and mum was actually like what about a dental hygienist and i was like Like, not really passionate about teeth. I don't know if that's really my calling. Um, And she's like, well, I've actually got an appointment with my dental hygienist coming up. Why don't you come in and have a chat to her? Um, So that wasn't really my second year. That was my third year where I really started thinking about options. Um, Yeah, so came into mum's appointment and got to chatting to the dental hygienist. And she was like, this is great. You're going to meet different people every day. You're in your own surgery, doing your own thing. Um, It pays well. I was watching the work that she was doing and I was like, this is excellent. This is scraping calculus off people's teeth. like I'm the kind of person that would watch like a pimple popping video on YouTube so I was like this is totally my calling Um, and then actually ended up coming in on Saturdays and just doing some work experience with her and I was actually like this is really cool this is what I want to do so yeah hats off to mum that's kind of how I found my calling and yes in my third year I applied to AET, didn't have any luck with that, Um, got in touch with the admissions office and they were like, you should do some work experience and that's going to help with your um, application. So once I finished Biomed, I went and did a year dental assisting, um, working six days a week and that was like absolutely soul destroying, working for somebody that actually just works you so hard. And I feel like that was actually a really great learning curve in itself because I finished Biomed and I was like, everything's just going to be handed to me. I'm smart and I'm owed the world. And no, (laughs) that's what it's like to be paid minimum wage. Um, and have a BSc under your belt and work six days a week and that was rough but it actually made me realise that you need to love what you're doing because turning up to work every day not wanting to be there is not a good time nor did I think I wanted to be spoken to or spoken down to rather for the rest of my life so that sort of really motiv- motivated me to go for oral health. Um, so yeah I ended up applying to donors and AET again and yeah got into both after all. Um, and decided to go down to Otago yeah it was actually really down to the last minute when I found out about AUT. so I'd already accepted Otago and I just went down and did it down there and I'm actually really glad that I went down to the only dental school in New Zealand to be trained it was good
0: mm. I mean I guess that's that's one thing that you learned right like it's that year of being a dental assistant it mm. wasn't that's kind of like your step into mm. it's kind of like your stepping stone into mm. your new career like and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that like no and like you said it's it's gonna it's gonna emotionally wreck you yeah um <laughs> but you, I guess you kind of could see that this was not that mm. job for you was just it wasn't going to be the end all and the be all yeah and it was just kind of like a stepping stone into yeah. where you are now
2: yeah and also I think like aside from not getting into med originally and then changing my mind about it everything had worked out up until that point you know did my three sciences gone to biomed you know got through it was fine and then finally it wasn't handed to me just like that yeah Yeah. just a really really great learning experience Mm. and I
0: thought I think we should probably also say an oral hygienist and a dentist are two different things yes yes. so
2: I'm an oral health therapist yep. um so I am qualified in two scopes so the dental therapy scope which means that I work with kids so I do dentistry basically up until the age of 18 um and then I'm also a dental hygienist so I can work on adults as well which has actually been really great because when I was thinking about med I thought that I'd probably want to work with kids and I didn't even realize there was a sort of kiddie scope for um, being an oral health therapist. Um, so yeah, ended up doing that for a couple of years, which I really, really enjoyed. Mm, it was a good time.
0: Yeah. Just thought we'll put it out there just yes. in case. I'm, I'm not th- a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an oral health therapist. Yeah, yeah. Cause I know some people just think, Oh, do you also do this, this and this? And no, I cannot we'd... do mates
2: rates fillings for yeah. you. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we
0: we'll just, we just want to make sure we clarify. Yeah. These, it's two different
2: mm-hmm. like careers.
0: Yes. Um, so yeah.
2: Yeah, so down in dental school, you've got those that are studying dentistry and those that are studying to be a dental technician. So they're the people that make like dentures and crowns and props kind of stuff. And then your oral health therapists. Yeah. Mm.
0: So, how was the study in Dunedin compared to your biomed experience? Loved it.
2: Yeah. So, super hands on, which was really great. Um, and I think knowing that all of the theory that I was learning was for your know, like clinical hands-on work just made a huge difference in my interest. Um, you know, there wasn't a paper at any point that I didn't enjoy, um, yeah, learning about and didn't enjoy doing. And I think constantly having, yeah, that clinical aspect to it made a huge difference to me. And it was super easy compared to Biomed. Yep. I don't know if it's because I enjoyed it more, but it was just <laughs> No, I think way easier. Biomed yep. is
0: a very um, strenuous degree. <laughs> yes, well said. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. yeah. You you just hear about people doing Biomed, but mm. you don't really know what you get, you're getting yourself into, in a no. sense. Um, especially if you don't do Cambridge mm. and you kind of go through NCA. Yep. It's a whole new world. Oh, yeah, 100%.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. But no, but even, even as we're talking about this, you sound yeah. way more happier. i like, oh, yeah. we're <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> biomed, doom and gloom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when you're talking about biomed, it was like very mellow. and Once we're actually talking about the things that you enjoy, you've yeah. picked up a bit, And we oh, can good. actually, and no, but it, it's good though. So, cause you, like you said, you kind of um, know where you're going and you're calling and that's probably the most important yeah. part. And knowing yeah. that biomed, while may not be. It was a
2: really great chapter in my life. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I'm sure and you've learned a lot of stuff and we can absolutely. talk about that. Um, but wouldn't do it again yeah
2: um, honestly like when recommending it to people I'm just like you just need to make sure that this is 100% what you want to do because I don't think buy me to the faint of heart you know yeah you don't mm. just
0: kind of walk in there and be like hi I'm going to do buy I'm just going to give
2: this a go yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of what I did low key yeah.
0: I mean and, and yeah. a lot of people do that and there's nothing wrong in doing that like mm. if you're the type of person who kind of needs to know and experience it then mm. so be it but mm. just know that if you've done that first year by me, it's not for you. You don't yeah. have to carry on. You can change degrees. Yeah. And
2: I wish I'd figured that one out sooner yeah. because I was like, I need to finish biomed, I need to have something under my belt, something to fall yeah. back on. And now I'm just paying off a very expensive piece of paper. And yeah. I know that sounds like super negative yeah. Nelly as well. Yeah. Um, but I honestly wish I'd opted out in that second year.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, like you said, we'll, we'll talk more about what you kind of learned. In, in
2: hindsight's it. a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, so, um, now you're a oral hygienist yes um so you've worked in public and private sectors yes do you want to kind of quickly talk about the difference between the two yes yeah um where you are now Mm. and then we kind of close the podcast off just by talking about some advice and whatever Lorenzo wants to fit in there as well yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) cool Um, Yeah, so once I finished oral health, I decided to go up north and work in Whangarei for the DHB. Um, The reason why I opted to go up there was because although you get a fair amount of clinical experience during your degree, um, I still felt nervous picking up a drill. And I would say that I was one of the more competent people in my class. So I was down for doing public work and just getting a whole lot of experience. Um, to feel a lot more confident in my clinical skills. So Northland was perfect for that. That's the place where you are the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff, which is really sad, um, but then really great from a learning perspective. Um, I really loved my time in public. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed working with kids um, and just doing some really good work out there. I think I'm in this profession because I want to help people and that was honestly the best place to be for that and kids are just great you know like you're thinking outside the box all the time trying to make it a fun experience for them um yeah I really really enjoyed my time up there um but then I decided that Whangaree was not the place to be in your 20s so I decided to move (laughs) to Auckland and now I'm in private practice into my second year so yeah did a couple of years up north and now done a couple of years in private practice. Um, private practice is great, um, the money's great but the pace is unreal, like you just work really, really hard. So um, yeah, I really, really enjoy the practice that I work for as well. It's been really nice to come back to Kumu Dental, having grown up in Kumu as well. Um, really enjoy chatting to my patients about how much Kumu has changed. So. Yeah, but anyway, going back to what <laughs> private's more like now. So um, working in public, I was mainly working with kids and doing the dental therapy scope. So now I do a little bit of both, but I'd say it's majority dental hygiene work, um, which has also been nice as well, actually, to change to working with adults and actually be able to have a legit conversation instead of asking somebody what their favourite colour is. Mm. Do, we need to,
0: <laughs> do we need to keep talking about... Kimu Dental, how many times do we have the name drop? Yes, Kimu Dental is a good time, yeah. it's a great place to work,
2: <laughs> lots of dentists, really great work, yeah. Kimu Dental. <laughs> really sold it, Just. Yes.
0: do you also want to say the address in there?
2: Oh yes, at 88 Main Road, Kimu. There we go. Good times, <laughs> great prices. <laughs> Kimu Dental.
0: We, we might mm. we might just snip that. You know, they
2: were up. actually thinking about a radio ad, so, like, I should just do it for them. We'll, ju- we'll, just, we'll just snip this <laughs> Yeah, one like then. a rap. <laughs> you start beatboxing. Lorenzo whips out his solo instrument.
0: <laughs> Are we going to get paid for this?
2: <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, well, yeah. let's, let's
0: we'll, we'll, we'll revisit they, this yes. rapping <laughs> ad. At uh, another time. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> uh, Is there anything that you wanted to... Um, say Lorenzo uh, it is, this is our first time doing this whole Lorenzo's online at the moment so we're mm. just trying to figure the best way to do this but um, Lorenzo is here um.
1: yeah no, nah, I haven't fallen asleep
2: I'm just getting far away
1: <laughs> not really I haven't got any questions I mean Kaiman has basically covered every big one that I wanted to ask mm.
0: yeah sorry maybe just just yeah just cut in next time mm-hmm. so it doesn't look yeah, like yeah sorry <laughs> <right>. <laughs> no that's alright um, I guess yeah well I guess we're kind of coming to the end of this episode so mm-hmm. usually sure what we do is we ask um if you could go back in mm. time and like talk to 18 year old ashley yes um or just anyone who is unsure about biomed and didn't know that there was this whole field of oral hygienists and dentistry what yes. would what advice would you give to yourself and others who are kind of Kind of, it doesn't have to be just biomed, just the mm. science in general, who are unsure about if this is right for them. What advice would you kind of give to yourself and others?
2: Mm. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. I do think that any science degree is a great degree to have. I think it teaches you some really great skills, like it's special in terms of your critical thinking, which I think can be applied to so many jobs nowadays, Um, that whatever you decide to do, it's going to open up quite a few doors for you, which is great. Um, Yes, go ahead and do biomed if you feel super passionate about it, Um, and you know, for some people, you know, research is their calling and we need those people in the world as well. Um, what would I say about oral health? It's a great degree <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people don't know that it exists, but it's such a great career to choose, especially if you really enjoy or if you are a people's person, I think, um, but still want to have that science aspect to it as well um, better hours in nursing <laughs> as well work a nine to five job and get pay, paid well um, I don't know what would I tell an 18 year old person similar to what my mum said do what makes you happy which yeah. is a really hard question to answer um,
1: yeah it,
0: it takes some time yeah like it's I think in terms of you being Just anyone enduring your happiness. Mm. It's one of those things you kind of neglect as you're younger.
2: Absolutely. And
0: you, yeah, once you... But you don't
2: know who you are at 18. That's my, like, big thing that worries me about people that are making huge decisions at this point is, you you know, you're going through so much change. And like you said, that's why it's okay to change up your degree or, you know, stick with it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And being told to just do what makes you happy at 18 kind of, you just kind of go, eh, I'll just do whatever I'm told to do and just go with the flow and hoping that uh, it's going to work out at the same time. I mean, it's not about that, but it is important that even without the hindsight that people do experience going through a pathway that they're going to end up in the future, just moving away from and just going through that and people categorizing that as a mistake. But I mean, it can be a good thing because it will lead into a lot of change for you to go into what you actually want to do
2: absolutely it's all part of your journey right yeah
0: and you're not going to figure it all out when you're 18 that's no
2: and that's okay yeah and i <laughs> think
0: that's one of the main things we want to tell you guys like yeah mm. um, i mean if you know what your passion is mm. and go for it mm. but then there are always going to be changes with what your passion is sometimes yeah something else pops up. Um so yeah, I guess don't be afraid of change. Yeah.
2: And I feel like the perfect example of that, which I actually just thought of, is even like during my time in Aura Half I decided to go and do research anyway, just to go and dip my toes into that and see if that was a bit of me. So I think, you know, it's really important to be yeah, fluid in your decisions and just yeah. follow, you know, what you want to do. Just give mm.
0: everything a go and mm-hmm. see if it's right for you. Yeah. Instead of wondering sure. about it later
2: Yeah. On. Absolutely.
0: All right, um, mm. Lorenzo, if not, we're going to call it here. Cool. So thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you, Ashley, for coming oh, in. Thank you, you for having it, me. You did a great job. <laughs> Less um, robotic. Yeah. Um, if you are happy, we'll kind of tag you into all of these things. Yes. We'll also tag Dental Health. Yep, into you can the,
2: find me at HumuDental. <laughs>
0: um, and, um, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. See you later. Bye. Let mm-hmm. it